0: here tonight locked in ready to next go we legacy. got a nice show for you tonight we got a lot of different things going on at the at not just this top of the hour but the next top of the hour as well and i'm just glad everybody's here chilling we got a nice 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 show and before i even do the pleasantries i gotta make sure i give a, a warm welcome to my co-host miss gina aka the radio baby girl from that A 813 what's good baby how you doing <laughs> i'm doing good baby
1: how you doing
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Not only beautiful, I mean, you know, we got we got a a beautiful night. Listeners is tuned in. We got a beautiful guest that we got on deck. So, you know what I'm saying? We got we got her on the line, but before I actually give her that warm welcome, I gotta tell people what they should do for me. And 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 I'm and when I say this I really mean it. I make sure you want y'all wanna follow Doctor Pierce at Life Coach to Women on Twitter right now. And I want people to actually go super, super hard and go to ShortyAwards.com slash Life Coach to Women and vote. And um, you guys and you girls that's out there, the reason why you want to vote, I'll make sure we talk about that tonight. So without further ado, I want to make sure that we give it up for Ms., Uh Dr. Pierce in the building on Tuesday Ladies Night. What's up, sweetie?
2: How you doing? I'm doing good tonight.
0: See, if you're doing good, then that makes then that means that the whole night will be electric then because, you know, when your guest is on point on point and feeling good about yourself, that just makes the whole thing go. How's everything? Oh,
2: I'm doing good. I'm excited to be on tonight. So here we're empowering women tonight. Is that what we're doing? We're telling them how you they feel? Oh, yes, of course. And so... so um, for well, our listeners that are on tonight, we got a lot
0: of women that are listening in, and are uh, they ready to go to the next level. Or... Yes, not only the next level. Us as guys, we want to know. We want to know some information too. Like you know, to me, I think you can always be a better man if you learn from women as well. I, you know what I mean? So I, absolutely,
2: I, feel... I believe that. I believe that too. I'm excited right now. Well, we got going. I'm glad that you gave a shout out for the Shorty Awards for me. I got it nominated by a group of women actually, um, who were mothers who I've helped succeed in the last year and take them from either zero to making six figures, or either they are already were in their businesses and they went to you know making six or seven figures. So they decided to nominate me for that award. And um, I thought it was pretty good. I I didn't even know about it. I said, oh, this is a good idea. I like it. So since I got nominated, I decided to go hard on it. So I appreciate you giving me that shout-out for the Shorty Awards. But that's what I'd love to do is see women succeed and empower women, um, especially women who feel like they have a passion and they have a purpose, but they just don't know how to profit from it. And men as well, like you said, men. Men as well. But I really feel that there's so many women out there that, they have a calling, and, you know, they, they have something that they want to do. They feel like there's something more to their life, but they feel like, my goodness, the sign of the times, things that are happening, allowing me a downside from the job. And they're like, what do I do next? How can I make it? And, mm-hmm. um, and I really just encourage them and show them exactly how to make it, how to get a formula for making it, how to go from just having tactics. And we get so many tactics that people tell us of how we can succeed and make it and really give them some real systems.
0: How they can make it, you know, and so um,
2: so oh, so for the ahead. people
0: out there, for the people out there, where how did you get started? Because you know, of course, I always always feel like anything that anybody has to give to others, I always feel like that's God given, uh, 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 you know, the the type of thing. So when did you feel like in life, like you know, what this is my this is my life's mission is to help empower women? Where did that come from?
2: Well, I, I think it started at a young age. My father did something really unique when we were young. At the age of thirteen, he made he gave all of uh, his kids a business, so he empowered us by putting us into you know entrepreneurship. So, at the right age of thirteen, he gave me my first business called Stacy's Dream Cream and also a game room, and um, mm-hmm. I thought it was so awesome at first until I had to work it the whole summer and not be able to hang out with my friends. And <laughs> yeah, I said, Oh, this is not as good as I thought it was.
0: But wait wait a, I, a minute. I got to work. I got to work. Yeah, Are gotta you serious? I got to
2: work. I <laughs> gotta do this to get money. I got to work. <laughs> so, but, um, but it taught me just skills and lessons. And from that point, I figured, you know, I want to help other people. I want to empower them to have something that can do something their own, help them, you know, succeed in life. So that's where it kind of got put into me. Then as I got older, Um, just going through the struggles of being married um, once and then getting divorced shortly after that. And um, went through a real, you know, just traumatic divorce and um, left me going back home with a child and living back with my parents. And I was like, you know, I'm better than this. I I can come up out of this. And I said, you know what, if I can come out of this, I promise I'm going to help other people come out of situations like this. And it took me a couple years. But I did, I pulled myself out, I started another business again, actually had a business in the mall, and I um, was very successful. And, you know, and then from there I went to diff- doing different ventures and different things. But I decided at that point, you know, I'm going to help other people to come out of situations and uh, succeed. sixteen. Wow. There you go. So yeah so, so, yeah, so that's where it started. But, um, but I'm excited today because I, I think we live in a time of uh, tr- transition. I know there's a lot of being Black History Month. I've had an opportunity to do a lot of interviews in the last few weeks just about Black History Month and women in history and black women. And, you know, I think that we have been in transition for, you know, for years. But so I think that even over the last year, it's been trying times and women have had to go through, you know, um, different job situations. Some of them, they lost their jobs, They know what to do next. And um, they were look, they're looking for somebody to help them. They're looking for, you know, what can I do? But it, it can be exciting times as well because right. it causes you to, you know, look at what you really love. Sometimes when you lose something, it can be a good turning point for you. And then you have mm-hmm. to decide, you know, where do I want to go next? And so it's causing a lot of women to go into starting their own business and doing their own thing, something they've been wanting to do for a long time that's been sitting on. And so that's what's exciting. So you can take a bad thing and turn it into a good thing. Right. You take to work, though. You know, and so No doubt. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we're kind of lazy, but, you know, I say laziness, I, I define it as an, uh, an unwillingness to inconvenience yourself. And so a lot of times you can't take advantage of opportunities because we're just unwilling to inconvenience ourselves. Like for you, for mm. instance, you got this radio show, and I know that um, – you love what you do, but it takes work. You know, it takes right. work. Mm-hmm. And you're successful at it. But sometimes I'm sure it can be inconvenient, but the outcome is good.
0: No doubt.
1: Mm-hmm. So Baby girl, you said, I know you got,
0: you got a question, so go ahead.
1: Okay, I was going to say since um, it is Black History Month, um, what women or what woman in Black history, you know, has helped you, you know, go forth in your dream and to become who you are? He said, but you said that again, you said,
2: "What are you saying what other woman do I know? Is yeah, that
1: yeah that who inspired,
2: inspired... you? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I would say, of course, I think all of us are inspired by Oprah to see her story and to see her, you know, rise to such a, uh, you know, national appeal and to know her start. And so I'm really inspired by her to see her come from, um, you know, from the southern states and just, she didn't look like she should be a celebrity, you know. Doesn't have all the glamour about her, but nonetheless, she has achieved greatness and respected by all, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. And, she's a great. go oh, yeah. She's and on top. And on top of that,
0: you was you was actually the you know one of the top winners on uh, Oprah's network with a with a contest that that had about seven uh, over seven million votes, right?
2: Yes, I came in third place with seven point six million votes, and nine for all fifty votes.
0: <laughs> so, okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, 7.6 million. So That was a great contest for Oprah's own show, and right. um, it it was a good experience too to be able to meet the people from her network and see some behind the scenes how they do things and so it it was great. It was a, a really good experience. Actually, it was a great turning point, um, even for me. Even though I didn't win the contest, I still had 7.6 mm-hmm. million votes. So, today. The day after the contest was over, immediately it changed things. You know, so it changed things with the media, and I got to meet with you know different publishers, uh, you know about book deals and that kind of thing. So it was a great exposure. Right. Yeah. When
0: when it comes down when it comes down to you know it, to me, I think always when you get a chance to expose what you love to do and 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 being able to to do so much, it's always a good thing. But when it, when it, when also, when it comes to just the, the direction that women need to take, because I, I was thinking about this, you know, before we actually had you on, and, and, I'm, and I'm remembering, like, you know, way back when, you know, it, it was a point in time where women, as far as, as far as marriages, depended so heavily on the husband to be the provider, and then the women had to, you know, do all the, the, the to me, I think, real work, which is the housework, taking care of the kids, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, <laughs> um, now you know women is so more business oriented. How how can you juggle the two, being a businesswoman and being you know the the not, not the housewife? Because to me, I think the roles have has evolved over the decades. But Absolutely. how can you, how can a person a woman manage both? Well, I think it's
2: just a matter of just being organized and prioritizing. So you know, I have a family. I have two children, a 21 year old in college, and a 14 year old in high school, and of course, and the husband. Um, but I think you got kids that fact, age. Oh yeah, I got kids that age. You'd be surprised at how old I am.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yes, I have kids of 21. It should be 22 next week. Matter of fact. And so, um, um, and so you do. You have to juggle that. You have to juggle your your schedule. You know, have to juggle working out. Spitting that in, juggle your husband time, your kid's time. But um, I just created balance in my life and set some, some priorities, and then I worked to get help. And I think it's okay to get help. So that's, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to do my business and increase, so that I could make enough money so I could get some help. And, mm-hmm. um, and so that helps a whole lot when you have someone that can help you. And everybody is not in that situation in the beginning, but I think mm-hmm. that if they had sort of the goal for that situation, they can get there. But what I did when I didn't have help was I just created balance. I dropped the kids off at school, then I come home, do my workout, then go about my day and you know, and start working my business, working on other, you know, priorities, writing books or whatever it was I had to do. But I think it's have to set a balance and a schedule of how you want to um, how you want to work. And something that's real key that I do is I keep a journal and I, and this will help a lot of the ladies out there today, tonight is if they would just get up and they have a practice of maybe 15 minutes early or at night, 15 minutes before they go to bed, they would just write down a list of what it is they have to do and then write down, rewrite their goals every single day. And I've been practicing this for about maybe six or seven years. And when I started doing that, write down, this is what I, my goals, this is what I want to have, this is what I want to make, and this is how I want my day to go. At first I thought I was just doing it, just writing, but after a while, Every single thing that I put down eventually would come to pass and would happen. And so there's yeah. some things that you can do to make a difference in your life, and, and that's one of them, which is, you know, write things down. And, of course, you know, it, you, you have to, you know, there's going to be times everything doesn't go perfect and like you want it to go, but when it doesn't, you can say, oh, well, it didn't happen today.
1: It can happen again tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, besides besides writing a journal, what other advice do you give women? You know, to start out their day. to that is kind of refreshing, just to write down things. You know, to you know keep be more organized. You know, with our days. Is there any other advice that you like well, to share with us tonight? Yeah, I think there's some good. I have some good advice to give women that are
2: them have some real breakthroughs, no matter what they're where they're at or where they want to go. One of them is, I would say to act as if, and that, if they would just act as if their business or their life was where they wanted to be, just begin to act like it. I, you know, I was doing a workshop a few weeks ago, and it was um, a workshop of um, people that wanted to to increase their income. That's something to act as if you are already having the dollar amount of money you want to have. Start acting like that. Start owning it right now. And I think if you would start acting as if, and everything, you would start lining up your life, you know, to go in that direction. Um, the next thing I would say that people could do is begin to—you have to change something. You know, you it, breakthrough is always on the other side of a change. And so even if it's a slight tweak in your habits or what you do every day. Um, but if you just change something, your focus would immediately change, and then your productivity would change, and then your outcome would change. And so I know something I had to do a few years ago. I was uh, going on a weight loss program. I wanted to lose you know, a lot of weight. And I made a, a, one change that caused me to start um, losing a lot of weight. The first change I did is I thought I drank a lot of water, and so but, mm. but I really didn't. So I just started drinking drink I made myself drink four bottles of water every single day. In about two weeks' time, I shed like eight pounds. And then, of course, then I liked what I saw, so I kept doing, you know, more changes. But that one change made a major impact. Um, and then the other thing I would say is, um, you know, investing in superior information. And I believe sometimes, you know, we, I, I always say this, that, you know, successful people like to, educate themselves and then people that don't quite have as much success like to entertain themselves. And so, you know, we'll spend the money to entertain ourselves, but we won't spend the money to educate ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that's made a big difference in, you know, where my success and what I do, coaching women, helping women entrepreneurs to succeed, helping women change their life, is that I, finally get women to the point where they say, okay, I'm going to make an investment in myself, and that's where the coaching comes in. I have you know, a, a program called the Millionaire Mentorship Club. It's a coaching program that lasts six months or two a year, and it's an investment people have to make for that program. But when they finally make the investment, then they finally figure out, wow, I've been knowing what to do, but I haven't been knowing how to do it. And that's where people get stuck. Most dreams die between what to do and how to do it. And so people know, this is what I want to do, but nobody ever fills in the gap. How to do it, and then we think it's going to just happen. It's going to drop in our lap. Somebody's going to tell us. But information that's period doesn't come for free. It comes always with a cost. And so when they make the when you make the investment, saying I want something bad enough, and you make the investment for it, and it can cause that big uh, shift in your life. And so, and information will always change the seasons of your life. And so, if you want. Something to change you, you want your season to change, you want to go into a new season, you want something new to happen, then you've got to get some new information. You can't keep having the same information, doing the same thing, thinking you're going to get a different result. And then mm-hmm. I would say um, what I've been saying to my sisters during Black History Month is, and to everybody, not just them, it could be for anybody, but just know your numbers. We um, you just can't let the numbers work themselves out. You know, and so sometimes we want to go into business, we want to do something, we always just say, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money. You don't really know what you have if you don't know your numbers. And so count up the cost, write down your goals. What does it take to invest in a program? What does it take to hire a coach? You know, what does it take to take your dream vacation? You know the numbers, do the math, and something happens. When you do the math and you figure it out, then you finally can put a plan together to really get and have and invest in what you really want. But sometimes I think we think the numbers just gonna work this up out, but they don't. It, it doesn't happen like that. You gotta know it, and you gotta put some focus on it. And then, I, of course, like I was saying before, then you gotta get some systems and not just tactics. And so, I think that uh, we miss out on so much, and we we don't empower ourselves because we're using a whole bunch of tactics, you know, and right. we don't have a step by step plan or system. Um, a systemized way to for our business or for our life, and that's where when I decided to do the coaching, that's where what I did is I created a systematic plan, a six month or, or a year's plan for people, mainly women. but I have men in my coaching program too, and mm-hmm. they follow the system, and then it caused them to have success. You know, like for instance, I have a, a um, young lady. She's a doctor, actually, and she's in my coaching program, and she wanted to have her own business on the side. And so when she came to me, she didn't know what she wanted to do. She just, she just said, I just want to have a business, so I'm going to take your program and see what happens. And after about two months, she created these um, notepads, and um, they're kind of like you've probably seen different ones in stores. Like They're just simple notepads that say like um, a babysitter list or uh, um, right, right. a list for the mother, whatever. So she created these mm-hmm. notepads and she created them for the medical industry. And so um, we we created them together actually in a session when I was working with her, and I said, okay, let's get this done in 30 days and and get them made. And she got them made. She said, well, who's going to buy them? I said, don't worry about who's going to buy them. Let's just get a system, get them made. So she got Mm -hmm. them made, and then after she got them made, um, you know, I woke up one morning and I said, you know what, I said, just go into the pharmacy and just go and show them to them and ask if they want to place an order. And she went to a pharmacy that day and they placed an order now she's in pharmacies, Walgreens. I mean, just going across the nation. That's what's and up. And let's get wow, it my side. And so um, that's what that's you know doing something by a system, not just a tactic. Ooh, I got this idea. Ooh, I want this to right. happen one day. Ooh, I'm thinking about this invention. But let's take that and make it happen. And so. And, um, and
0: not only that, not only that, Dr. Pierce. Isn't it? Isn't it also cool like to do like a. a Uh, Well, for me personally, sometimes I'll go through my day and I kind of have, I do have a journal, but also in that journal I have a checklist, and it's kind of like a daily thing that I do where, you know, I check off all the things that, you know, I I have like bucket lists that I have. I have A, B, and C, and I kind of go through each one, but also uh, the important thing to do is just to kind of stay dedicated to it because you can always do that, and then you know how it is sometimes, Dr. Pierce. You might have, okay, well, this is the one journal I'm going to work on. But then there right. might be like two or three other different journals you started days ahead, and you might right. just go veer off and go look at the other one. But you got to stick to the one you have, and then you, you should you should be good if you if you do stay accountable for uh, all the stuff you do on that journal.
2: Absolutely, and that's true. You're right. You can veer veer off, I, you know, and that happens to all of us. You can, you know, get caught up. With, oh, let me try this. So, oh, I was right here, or you know, I was mm-hmm. thinking about this idea. But, um, but, yes, when you, and that's where, you know, even where coaching comes in, some kind of accountability sometimes, sometimes you do need somebody to help you, kind of steer you, stay on point and say, you know what, this is the, the goal. The goal is that you said you want to make an extra $100,000 a year, or you said you want to make an extra $5,000 a month. Or, and so if, if this is the goal, then let's stick with this thought because this thought will get us to that goal.
0: Right. And, so, um, and, people, so that and people can also go to www.lifecoachtowomen.com. Dr. Pierce is in the house tonight on Tuesday, ladies' night. And, um, baby girl, I know you got a, you got another question, but i got to ask this one. And, and it's, it's a million-dollar question I've asked people before, and, and, I'm, and I'm hoping I can get a, a different kind of insight on you. But the question I have is, what happened to marriage? What happened to the concept of it? I love it. I, I'm doing a marriage uh, seminar
2: right now with my husband, so that's a good question. Um, <laughs> <uh-oh. laughs> we doing it right. Now. Matter of fact, course. we got it tomorrow.
0: We're going tomorrow. I mean, to... I mean, Doctor Pierce. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a single dude. I mean, I, I was married and divorced, but I, I was divorced maybe like seven years ago. But you know, I, I I believe in the concept of marriage, but you know, the divorce rate is so high, and people's point, you know, they they. They just don't want to try. What what happened yeah, to that whole institution? It's, it's, what happened?
2: It's just people have lost hope and trust. They they just people have lost hope and trust in the concept, but it's still real. Marriage still works, and there's so many benefits from being married. I think that we um, let society speak to us and make us feel like that it's more beneficial to be single than it is to be married. And that's not a problem being single. There's if you're single. Then you enjoy right. your singlehood. I'm not saying that you, you ought to feel like you're defeated or that you're um, any less because you are single. But the concept of being married, there's so many benefits. When when you come into a agreement, my goodness, you got two people agreeing for for things. You have right. who is your partner um, for your goals and and achieving things together financially. It's, um, you know, it's just you achieve more financially when you come together. Statistics tell us that. I just did this on last week. I just talked about how um, I read, like, a set of statistics that said that married people live longer. Um, people that are married overall, they live 10 years long, uh, longer than people who aren't married. And they said how married people end up at the end of their life having more money than people that, than, that aren't married. And so... Um, the concept of marriage is a great concept, especially when you find the right person. Now, I don't believe in sticking in the that. that ain't working. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I was divorced before. I was in an abusive relationship; it didn't work, and I got out of it. And so, um, and then got married again to my husband, who's a wonderful man. And you know, and it's working. So we've married over. My daughter's twenty-two. We've been married twenty-one years. So we got married a year after you know. I had a. Wow, that's um, awesome. And um, so I, I believe that marriage is for today, marriage works, and I believe that I think you should write down the list, It's like we're writing a list for everything else you want. I think you should write mm-hmm. down the list of, you know, this is what I want in my relationship, this is what I would like in my marriages, how I want to do it if I do it again, and that's exactly what I did. And and I don't think you should fix the list like it's gold, like every, they have to be everything right. on that list. But I think you'll come close. I think it'll cause you to zone in and to know when that person comes into your life, you know, this is it. This is fitting my direction. This is fitting my criteria. This is fitting my moral beliefs. This is fitting the direction I'm going. And so um, I think that makes a huge, a huge difference. So I mean,
0: I, I think overall because to me I've always put a, a, you know, especially love. When you fall in love with somebody, you you know, and, and, I, and I threw this out there, I don't put a, a face or body or color attached to it i mean you love who you love it doesn't you know if you're if you're blessed enough to be able to get to that moment where you want to share life missions with that person then you don't have to look for a person that has this color height body parts etc you 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 want to love that that inspiration that that person gives you and, and vice versa. So you know you're supposed to feed off that. But nowadays, today, Doctor Pierce, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of people not just don't look at that, but they're lazy. They're lazy, yeah. meaning like you know, you know what? All right, well, you're you're snoring while you sleep. Okay, that's it. Divorce time. Let's just get a divorce because you're snoring done Norn
2: really
1: you know it. i mean well, keep keeping it heard, real like
0: you know the dude didn't take out the trash so it's like all right well you gotta go you gotta go it's divorce oh, wow. time people people get i gave all that that i could but when it was all said and done when we moved in because you know I did i did it to me and and I'm kind of telling you my life story real quick dr Pierce is it like did. you know when i and 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 to me i always feel like you know if if your heart's telling you or if it's trying to show you certain things, just you know, not just follow your heart, but you really gotta, you know, know when it's all said and done. Like, okay, I want to see him or her advance in life. If not, if I'm not on this earth too, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I want to see that Absolutely. person's success, et- et cetera. So, I just wanted to kind of break that down. But I believe in marriage. I, it's just, it's just so many people, Doctor Pierce, are just lazy. They they don't want to put that effort in. No, they don't.
2: That's true. You, it take marriage just. It takes some work, and you got to be willing to work at it because it's not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. And guy, the guy's going to have his idiosyncrasies, and the lady's going to have hers. But you got to be willing to say, you know what? We're going to make it work. You got to be willing to say, we made a commitment, and we're going to stick to that commitment no matter what. It's, especially when there's nothing else going on. There's no abuse. There's no, you know, nothing right. like that. Mm-hmm. And, so, but, so, there's um, no
0: secret. There's no secret. No special sauce. No, 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 no certain mix or something that could that could just. That hold them
2: together. Went, went. Well, <laughs> well, I, well, I believe there's some things that hold parents together. I think one is accountability. I think um, having a great accountability in your life between two people. You know, just being right. accountable with your your actions. Um, um, I think being honest about your desires. Um. Your intimate desires as well as your goals and desires. You know, what do you really want out of this? Because sometimes people want two different things. And so it causes them to feel like, we can't, I just can't take it if we want two different things. Um, mm-hmm. I think coming in agreement financially, um, you know, just working on financial situations and letting the person who can handle the finances the best be in control of them, whether it's the male or the female. Just saying, hey, this person who controls the finances is good, they keep up with it better than me and yield into that. Um, And then, of course, I think that having the right moral standards. You know, I believe we have, me and my husband's relationship, we have God at the center of our relationship. So, you know, keeping prayer in the center of it, we pray. For each other, pray. You know, sometimes together. I'm not gonna say we pray together all the time because we don't. Some
0: people right, say, "Oh, we right. always
2: pray together. That's what make us stay together." That you know, we don't do that. I, have, I get up at a whole different time <laughs> than you.
0: <him, so. laughs>
2: <what he's> <laughs> I do what I do.
0: And, and you know, and but, that's real because sometimes you gotta <laughs> have that. Real. You know, you gotta have that solo conversation with your higher power.
2: Mm-hmm. Solo, oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely, You know what I mean? Like, so he's got his time. I got mine. Absolutely, right. But but um, but just keep. You know, it keeps things together. I think you have to work at keeping things uh, hot in your relationship. You know, we've been married 20 something years, but I think you have to know right what your mate likes. You know, my, there's certain things I know my husband likes. I, I work out, I keep myself together, um, you know, and that's who I'm married to. That's what I have. And so okay. that's what he likes. Or, you know, that's what he likes to see. And so, and then I have certain things I want to see. I want him to do for me. And so I think that's being real. I think when you can be that real, then you could act help hold it together. And so I think sometimes we're married and we think they're supposed to accept everything about us just as we are, no matter what. And we don't have to make any changes or sacrifices or, you know, come to any agreement. And I think that's where it breaks down. And so mm-hmm. he may say, Hey, I want you to wear this, or I want you to look like this when you go to bed, or whatever it may be. And you may say, Well, we married now. I don't want to do that. You know, I'm going to sleep in this way. <laughs>
1: So that may not work for you. Oh, wow, that's crazy. But she brought up desires, and we had a question or we had a topic last week that when it comes down to marriages and relationships, you know, what is the difference between your wants, your needs, and desires? And if there is a difference, what is it? I I would say that the
2: difference between your wants, your needs, and your desires is that – I think that they all have their place. I think that your desires are something that, hey, I desire this, this is what I desire to have. And desires are good. Desires aren't bad. I think it has to be in the proper place. And in a right. relationship, um, I think you should be able to say, hey, I desire this, you know, or oh, I desire this from you. Then I would desire you to do this, or that, or I would desire to have this. And then your wants are something that you can say, hey, I, I want this, but I. I'm going to set a goal for. It. This is what I want to have, and your know, wants may take a little. Wants may be easier to get than your desires because I think sometimes our desires um, they involve other people. Mm-hmm. Like, like my husband would say, I desire you this, you know, or whatever, and, and I can say, okay, then I have to meet that need or whatever. And it could be like, well, I want this for myself or whatever, and then my need. I believe that your needs are something you feel like, I have to have this. This is for survival. I need this. This is a need that I need meant. Or this is a need that I need to have. Um, but sometimes I think we can confuse them and we can think that a desire is a need. And mm-hmm. if we think, well, this is a desire that I have, but if we feel like it's a need that's not being meant, then we can feel like, well, this is not working because you're not meeting all my needs. And maybe your needs are being meant but you just don't have all your desires met, all your extra things you want, you know, met or whatever. And so I I think I'm explaining that without being kind of thinking in one direction as I'm talking about in in intimacy, but, you know. um, Yeah, and and Dr. Pierce, too,
0: when it it comes to desire, though, like to me I always feel like it's good, just make sure you use it for good and not for evil because that desire can turn into stalking like real quick.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely definitely <laughs> want to exactly. The desire you want to make sure that your desires are being used in the right context for sure. Right. You know, cuz you know you you don't want no 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 guy coming up to Dr. Pierce and be like Dr. Pierce, I desire you. Like right. you know, oh, and no, they're going to be right. like okay. Like wait a minute. Like, oh, what I does that really mean? That. Like, <laughs> right. what do you desire, bro? Oh, like, that's not right. <laughs> honey.
1: That's not right. the business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then
0: it'd
1: be like, your desire's
2: out of place.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, people out there, make sure you go to uh, www.lifecoachtowomen.com. Also follow her on Twitter, at Life Coach to Women as well. Very um, successful. woman has written 21 books. Featured on everything that is everything, not just Oprah's network, also ABC, Fox, CBS, everything. And, word um,
2: network,
0: <laughs> word network, no doubt. And um, yeah. you know, you know, Doctor Pierce, we do live in a world where, especially when it comes to empowering women, we we have different types of women. We have, especially in the entertainment business, and you know, there's a lot of entertainers, women that will be looked at just for their body or just for their minds, never both. When it comes to the women out there that people consider loose, um, be it if it's strippers, porn stars, et cetera, et cetera, um, how do you factor those careers in that these women do have versus the higher success that you want to either teach them or show them how to be able to handle?
2: I think sometimes women fall into those kind of careers because they feel helpless. Um, I don't think any woman by nature wants to be um, abused or wants to um, be used in any way. I don't think Mm -hmm. that that's a real desire. I think they may sometimes fall into certain careers because they feel like, wow, this is all I can do or, you know, I only can use my body or this is what I this is all I'm good at or something could have happened when they were young. Sometimes a lot of women that are into pornography or into stripping because sometimes they were raised or something happened to them and then they go into that as a career. But they don't really love what they do. I you know, I know that I've had a lot of women that I have counseled and coached and had to uh had the opportunity to get them out of situations like that and to get them into oh. real um you know, successful businesses and careers, and none, not one right. of them that I had the chance to counsel love what they did. They just felt like it's
0: what I had to do to make it at the time. So so, so in other was, words, I mean, and, and you just said it right there, too. I mean, there there is some. I mean, there there's a majority of women out there that do not love what they do, but they do it because, A, they have the body, too, they have the money, right. or there's money involved, so let me just right. use it for what it is and stuff like that. And then there's the other ones where it's kind of interesting where you said it because I've talked to models, I've talked to strivers before, I've talked to porn stars before, and it's, you know, you, you get that, you get that different kind of mix. Some people, some women, do not want to do it because they do have children to raise, single family homes, etc. There's something more hidden underneath, so to speak. Um, right. But where, from, from the women's point of view, when they do have a career like that, and when the guys look at them strictly based off of that, what can we do as men? to be able to kind of either curve that or, or figure it out because we do live in a society now where everybody looks at, well, not everybody, but enough people look at another person from the outside in. They look at what they drive, what they look like, what body parts they have, what car they drive, uh, and what color you are nowadays. And that's still circulating heavy. So what can we do as men to be able to kind of break that monotony, so to speak?
2: I would just say just, I mean, I don't think you'll ever take away the fact that men are motivated by sight. And so um, if True. there's an attractive woman or something, then they're going to have, you know, they they might look or take a glance or whatever. So I don't think that that's ever, that, that can't go away. That's by nature. We are created. That's the way that we are created they're motivated by sight. But I think what right. can happen with men is that if they show the respect level, I think that if – They've seen a woman and they said, wow, you know, I, I, you know that, that's her position or that's what she's doing. Um, I don't think she really likes that or whatever. I think if they just showed a certain level of respect for her or treat her in a certain way, then it would make her think twice about what she was doing. You know, if you didn't treat her as if I'm looking at you just for your body, but if you just right. looked at her and had a conversation like I'm looking at you for who you are, then I think that would make her think, wow. Man, you know, this person's really just talking to me for who I am, There's, they haven't made a pass of me, there's no, um, you know, there's no gestures being made, there's nothing happening here, then I think that would make them feel like, oh, wow, you know, there's, I could do something else, there's more to me, this person really respects me, I am a respected person. But that might make them feel, think twice about what they're doing. Um, hmm. If you're saying that there's something you can do just in, you know, a conversation or in, you know, or, or in just
0: whether passing to someone in that situation, right? Yeah, because I, I, I think overall, you know, there, there's a lot of men out here. There's a men. There's a lot of men in general. They, you know, they, they. It, you know, you, you want to try not to disrespect, but at the same time, you know, you, you see it for what it is, and you just go, go for it for what it is. It, it's that here and now syndrome that so many men have towards women. So. They kind of look at okay, well, she, since she don't, you know, she don't respect herself that much but by throwing herself out there, then maybe I shouldn't do it. And that's not the kind of life that I feel like a man should be able to give a woman, or a woman should be able to, you know. I guess in a lot of ways, you know, just you know, to me, it, it, it all depends on the, on a the, on the level of respect. Like like you said, to all me, right. I think one hundred and ten percent all all women want to be respected.
2: Absolutely, one hundred and
0: ten percent.
2: They want to be respected no matter what profession, condition, or whatever it is that they're in. All women right. want to be respected. And, I, and I, all women want to be really loved. They don't. There's nobody out there, I don't care what they're doing, that don't want real love or real respect. And so they may hide it up under whatever their body or whatever, their show or whatever it is that they do, but at the end of the day, that they, everybody wants, every woman wants to be respected and every woman wants to be loved. You know, I don't think you're going to find that if you have a real conversation with a woman, she's not going to say, I don't really want real love, no matter what her profession. And so if she really? wants real love, she knows that she can't get real love from a, a phony situation. So, you know, you're not getting really, real love from one person, you know, from one night to the next night to the next night, or, you know, real love from somebody who, um, you know, is not really interested in you for you. And so... But um, but but they can come out of their situation. I Absolutely, anybody can change, and anybody can come out of it. They just have to believe that they can come
0: out of it. <laughs> where where are you going to be in the near future as far as seminars and things like that? Because I I've I've, seen, I've been on your website, I've seen some of the seminar action that you have. Where where can you go? So or where are you going to be at? So I could be there. I'm well, saying. I'm
2: excited. Okay, well, I want you to come. I want you to come to my big conference coming up in July, the 12th, 13th, and 14th. It's the International Women's Success Conference, and that's here in Orlando, Florida. And uh, it's going to be awesome. uh, Oh, yes. It's going to be at the Walter Pastoria Hotel. And um, it's three days of uh, just information and inspiration. I call it a networking haven. And so it's some of the uh, most inspiring people that you can ever meet and see men and women, not just men, even though it's the women's conference. Men are there, too, and it's so empowering. I have a lot of great um, surprise guests. I usually don't tell people who are going to be here. They just kind of show up, but I always have some kind of celebrity guest, people that show up and be a part of it with me, and musical to go guests. And it's, it's awesome. It's an incredible, incredible, empowering conference. It's for people who say, I want to play a bigger game in life. It's for people who are saying... Um, you know, I'm ready to go to a new level in life. for people are saying I want to dream a bigger dream. Um, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, go and, and figure out what to do and how to do it. If people feel like they want to have a blueprint, like I'm going to leave here with a strategy. I don't want to just go to this conference and sit and hear all this good stuff. And, you know, and then when I leave it in the day, I don't have a blueprint for what I can do with the information I learned. But it's for people who want to say, okay, when we get down this Saturday and I walk up the door, I have a plan in my hand. For putting my life together the way I want. It. And so it's it's an awesome conference. I want you to come to it July 12th, 13th, and 14th at Orlando, um, Florida, at the Walt Story. And that's the International Women's Success Conference. And all the information and, is on my site at the with the number 2 com. It's all there.
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm there. And, and Baby Girl uh, is, is, is basically doing backflips because that's her hometown. Uh, oh, okay. Near there, so yes. you know she right. she she just, she just literally did backflips, cartwheels. I love it. <laughs> cartwheels.
2: Oh, so you're from Florida? She's from Florida. All right. Yes. And Tampa. Yes. I love it. So oh yeah, you're right around the corner. Exactly down the street, around the corner, to the left. Yep. <laughs> she's near and dear.
0: And make sure you you guys and girls go hit. Dr. Pierce up on Twitter at Life Coach Two Women. That's the number two as well. Um, Tuesday Ladies Night, and and just to kind of close um, on on some of the things that you talked about, it, it's kind of like I mean I, I know we kind of went over the uh, scheduled time, but you know sometimes you know I feel like Dr. Pierce is like my new therapist right now. Like I'm over here hearing her talk, and I'm like like hey, like I, you I'm I'm there. So. So I'm just telling you now, Doctor Pierce. Don't be surprised if you see the guest the the guest signing sheet, and, and it'll it'll be the same guy every oh single my. every single. You know, and and it's and it's not and it's not stalking either. It's not a desire thing. It's just you know an appreciation thing. I love <laughs> like one it. One of those dudes. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I I gotta I gotta tell you that. Um, you know my my views on relationships, and, and and to me, I feel like how how important a strong woman is not just in the household, but also in communities is important. It's not just because it's Black History Month or anything like that. I kind of feel the the as you know, and, and this is a guy guy's point of view. And right. it, to me, I I think I think we would be in a better place if we do have that because there's so many women out here nowadays that have very low self-esteem, not just about the physical part of them, but also the emotional and, and the mental aspect of it, too.
2: Right. It's true. that that Women do have, uh, a lot of women are, are suffering with that self-esteem issues. <clears throat> and some of it is because I know now, what, and because I'm dealing mainly with women who want to change careers and that kind of thing, I know that sometimes they're suffering with self-esteem because of, their career change, you know, thinking that, um, you know, being out of work or something happened with their job, thinking that they're not as useful anymore, or women who have been at home and now have to work because something's happened in the situation, a husband off the job or that kind of thing. And so they feel like, wow, I don't, you know, I haven't done anything else, or um, I'm not good enough, I'm not known enough, and so they feel like I don't have the self-esteem to really go forward. But I believe that if you just value yourself, I think that self-esteem comes from learning and growing. I think it comes from having a God of confidence. I think that um, you get get your self-esteem from knowing your self-worth, knowing that you're valuable, knowing that I do have purpose, knowing that I do have a calling. And then investing in that, then learning and growing, listening to books, you know, and Reading, having to be so that you can have a conversation, but you can have something to talk about. And uh, when you begin to do those things, then you pick yourself up and you have the confidence you need to be able to go forward. You know, and I wish I could say that I always had high self esteem and I never had anything, you know, uh, knock me down, but it's just not true. We all have been to things. Like I said, I went through a divorce, I had roadblocks, and all those things affect your self esteem going through, you know, a bad relationship. He's like, oh, nobody's going to want me again, what's wrong with me, you know, and that kind of thing. But I had a drive. I made a decision to keep going. And if I could give those women out there one advice, I would say, no matter what, you have to pick yourself up and make a decision, I'm going to keep going. If you can just keep going, eventually everything's going to turn out. you got to just keep moving forward. And if you keep moving forward and keep having drive and determination and a willingness to just not stop, and that's what happens. Most people just stop. And when you stop, you know, then nobody else is stopping you. You stop yourself. But when you have a willingness to say, I'm going to go forward, I'm going to just push forward, then eventually success is on the other side of that. And so and just prepare for those opportunities that don't exist yet because they're going to exist if you stay prepared.
0: And and is it is it not self worth an amazing thing? That's that's an amazing amazing power that a a man or a woman will have. I mean, especially being able to see that that self love that that woman has for herself. To me, I think any any right male would be able to look at that in awe because not only you don't you don't see it you don't see it enough, but to me, I think any time that a woman does have that, it radiates. Like oh, it's I think real men. Gravitates to real women like that too when they do have that self worth, that self love. You know what I mean? Like
2: absolutely. beautiful thing, I think, beautiful I think, thing. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's really nice like to see a woman that has has self confidence and and um, has her self esteem intact. I think that helps her from not being so needy. I think that makes her more confident in who she is and not feeling like I have to have. You know, I need this person to do everything to complete me. But they feel like, hey, I have self-confidence and I feel complete. You know, even though I want a mate, but I feel complete in who I am. And so, I think that makes mm-hmm. a big difference. I think it's very attractive to a man.
0: Oh, no doubt. I, I'm, 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 I'm standing up and giving a <laughs> wave, and, and <laughs> that's 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 it. <laughs> That's. I mean, you know, it ain't nothing better than that. It ain't nothing better than that if if that if that radiates and if, and if, to me, I always said like, you know, if that shines on a woman and a, a woman sings to me too, that's it. We get married. That's rap, right. It's all over. Done deal. <laughs> oh, she, done has deal. she has a thing. She has too. A, like, you a, know, a, a, mean, a thing too. Like, know, I don't I don't care if she's off key. If she's off key and oh, wow. she sings to me, it's done. It's, it's, it's done. We get married.
2: Well, I'm glad, that wasn't, I'm glad that wasn't my husband's criteria. I would
0: have lost that one. <laughs> I can do a lot of things, but singing is does not one of them, I stay out of that lane. Hey, oh. hey, it, it, see, it don't mean, Dr. Pierce, it don't even matter if you're off-key. If you're off-key, it don't matter. Just, as long as oh, okay. you sung to me, like, you know, it's all okay. Right. It's Come all here. good. Oh. <laughs> you can check out Dr. Pierce. Go to the website. All the information on where she's going to be speaking Everything, that's everything. That has a lot of information to go check out. Go to www.lifecoachthenumber2women.com. And, sure and also can follow her on tonight. Twitter at Life Coach the Women as well. Um this that woman done in. so much. Go ahead. Oh, they saying put up. that vote in tonight for the Shorty Awards. Make sure they <laughs> yeah. go on Twitter
2: tonight.
0: Absolutely. Go to shortyawards.com dot com slash life coach to women also. Do that not 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 now, but right now. Make sure you go ahead and get yeah. that vote in. And the keep it coming. We got category. all these people on the lines, all these people out there listening right now in the chat rooms. Make sure you go ahead and make history tonight and just keep flooding the shortyawards dot com slash life coach to women. Let's keep it rolling. And I appreciate you, Doctor Pierce. Please come back Thank when you when you see fit to come hang out with us again. Because uh, this is good, like I said, not just for, for women, because women is first and foremost, of course, but also it's, also it's also good for men so we can be able to learn from you guys because that's important too.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate you both, and I hope to see you at the Women's Success Conference in July. I would love to see you there, and let me know if you're coming so I can make sure I treat you like VIP.
0: Please do. Woo-hoo. VIP is always a beautiful thing. I, I can do VIP. I can do all that. All right.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> <Sounds> good. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Pierce. Come back soon. All right.
2: All right. Thank you. Bye
0: bye. All right. Take care of that. That is Dr. Pierce, and I appreciate her hanging out with us for ooh, damn near an hour. Even though that mm-hmm. was a 15-minute interview, you you, you see how we do. We'll see. How-
1: Next legacy. <laughs>